1: Welcome to Heard At Sports Radio. Caleb averages four rebounds a game. Lance Jones, three more for the left wing.
0: He has a dynamite this
1: second half. 17 points for Lance. Bruce Brown has it. He'll lob it back up top. Halliburton working off a Turner screen. Horford switches out. Halliburton bouncing and looking and launching and scores! Three receivers right, one out to the left. Five-man rush. Browning throws it deep downfield for Chase. Over the shoulder catch. He's off to the races at the 20, the 10. And he will back his way into the end zone for the Bengals touchdown. Brad Robbins ready to hold. Cal Adamitis ready to snap. Adamitis fires it back. Robbins puts it down. The kick is on its way. It is... And so just uh,
0: really proud of Jake and the job he did. And the guys rallying around and making plays for him, protecting him, run game, getting going. It all helped Jake. And, uh, you know, really, really proud of the team win, but really proud of Jake. And his second career start to come out here on Monday Night Football and do what he did today. is pretty cool.
1: Good morning, Welcome to Herdat Sports Radio. I was really expecting a larger beat drop than that, uh, but that's okay. We're here on a Tuesday morning at Herdat Sports Bar and Grill live from the HH Chevrolet stage. We're on AM 590 ESPN Omaha and ESPN Tri Cities. I'm Ravi Lula. The guy to my left is not Andrew Rogers, it is Connor Cavaluk. Cavalak? Cavalak. Like Cadillac. So the v. close. You literally just <laughs> told me that. Oh, it's Connor Cavillac, I will get that right twice today, probably. <laughs> um, he is from the No Block, No Rock podcast on the Hurtout Sports Network. Uh, Connor, how are you this morning? Oh, I'm living the dream, Robbie. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. We are, uh, you know, just getting ready here on a Tuesday. We've got a nice show for you this morning. Coming up at 8 o'clock, we'll have Michael Severe. He runs the Jet Foundation. They award the... National Returner of the Year, right here in Omaha. I believe the event is right here at Hurtout Sports Bar and Grill. If I'm not mistaken, is that right, Shane? Do we Sorry, know? Sorry, I, I he, think you're right. Okay, he's right. <coughs> right.
0: I, I think you are right. I think it is here.
1: Uh, yeah, I believe it is here. And so I believe you can get tickets and hang out. And like Adrian Martinez is going to be there, of course. Johnny the Jet Rogers will be there. Um, it's going to be a terrific event. Uh, and so Michael Sevier will join us To give us some of those details That I'm apparently a bit fuzzy on Even though I'm sure someone has told me multiple times uh, We will also talk to Carrie Miller at 845 Talk a little college basketball uh, Big college basketball this past week uh, A lot going on there And then we will talk to Mike J. Schaefer at 9am Lots going on in the portal In recruiting uh, All sorts of stuff going on there We will also do heard at Hot Seat, which is going to be particularly fun because uh, Connor and I know each other almost zero, basically. We've met a couple times. Yeah. Uh, We got to have you on the podcast, Yeah, which is awesome. I was over on NBNR. Um, I think when I did the pregame, you weren't there. Yeah, no, you're correct. Uh, So I've gotten (laughs) to know you a little bit less than the other NBNR guys. Uh, so at Hot Seat will be fun because it's more fun when you don't know the person. You can just ask them random stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, so that'll be a good time here. You can always give us a call at on the Warhorse Sportsbook hotline. It's eight 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 six three eight four eight seven six. That's the show we've got planned for you. It's going to be a good time as we uh, get Connor initiated here. Uh, on, I'm also going to do, I'm just, you know, just a heads up. I didn't really tell you this, but we're going to get to get to know you a little bit. Uh, yeah. a little bit. So because uh, I mean, I also don't know you. So, <laughs> so no, that's fine. We'll, that is fine. We'll figure it out <laughs> as we go along here. Uh, but I wanted to start off with obviously it is transfer portal season here. There's a lot going on. We've got some names now in the quarterback transfer portal of guys that Nebraska is at least talking to. Um, the the names that we've heard so far, there there apparently was a Will Howard meeting. I don't know how realistic that is as an option, but there was a Will Howard meeting uh, from Kansas State. If that were to happen, I think the state would rejoice as if we had won a bowl game. Oh, 100%. Um. Sam Levitt, the freshman out of uh, Michigan State, he is – there's apparently mutual interest there. Uh, Satterfield was up in East Lansing talking to him. He's, I believe, planning a trip. Hasn't made the trip yet to Lincoln. And then a name that came out as well is Blake Shapin from Baylor. You know they love those Baylor connections with uh, Coach Rule and staff. As I, as I say those names to you, Connor, what are, your, what are your reactions? The only one that I
0: get super, super excited about is Will Howard.
1: Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, that, obviously, I'm, I'm not alone in saying I'm excited about Will yes. Howard. Yeah. That's um, a, that's the, that's, I mean, he's one of the best on the market.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Levitt is one that concerns me. And we talked about this last night a little bit on NBNR, is in his career— He's thrown two touchdowns and two picks. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'm, I'm positive the kid has potential, but have we seen the production yet? The answer is no. And then Blake Shapin again, you talk about you know the Baylor connection. I think there is some decent interest there, um, but it's not one that I'm going to go to bat for. Obviously, you talk about all these other big names that have hit the portal. Nebraska has said that we have the money. We will spend it. You talk about McCord or any of these other big names, Cam out of Washington State. Uh, why not go and, while unrealistic, let's go spend that money
1: and see if we can go grab one of these big names. So here, here's my, I, I guess, I don't think Cam Ward's coming. Tomorrow. No, he's not. I think, um, I think he's, I, I think he might end up at Florida State. I, that's, I don't know, that's one of the teams on his list and just kind of, Looking at his skill set, looking at what Jordan Travis did this year, I'm like, mm, Cam Ward at Florida State would be a little scary. Yeah. That would be good for them. Um, I, I guess, how much do you worry about, because this is something that I think about with typical recruiting, high school recruiting a lot. You know, we we heard it a lot about with Danny Kalen, where he was pretty clearly Nebraska's second option in the class after Ayola. Yeah. And he's like, they made it clear I wasn't a backup option. And I was like, did they? Because for like the last six months, they made it pretty clear you were the second option. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, it is what it is. Like if you can't accept the fact that you were the second option behind the top recruit in the country, then you've got other problems. Yeah. Uh, but I, I wonder how much of that exists in the transfer portal where it's like, hey, you know, we missed with Dylan Gabriel and we missed with Will Howard and we missed with Cam Ward. And that's why we landed on you. You know, like I wonder how much of that... Because like everybody's got an ego, right? Yeah, for sure. I think in the portal,
0: these guys... I'm very pro-player. I have always been pro-transfer portal. I get a lot of hate for that. I'll never back down from it. I think these guys in the portal are a little bit less um, ego-motivated, maybe money-motivated, but ultimately playing time and success-motivated. They're going to try and find the university that's going to give them their best opportunity to hit the league the next year. Um, I'm not looking at... I mean there are some candidates in there like Levitt out of Michigan State um, that would give you a few years of experience but a lot of the guys that I would be targeting are essentially one-and-dones get some success and what I've said for a long time is success breeds success Mm -hmm. get a good QB in that room get some success there and then you're gonna start getting higher on QB recruits that show oh hey it can be done at Nebraska I can go there for four years and succeed so I don't know that it's necessarily an ego thing in the portal So getting down to, you know, you were our second, third, maybe even fourth choice in this portal. I don't see that being a huge issue, but certainly something to look at.
1: How can I sell you on, because I actually think this guy's more realistic than maybe some of the other top guys. For some reason, I can't get over, like, I just, I feel like DJ Uyunglele is like on the table. I have heard so much that he is interested
0: in Nebraska? Maybe not like he's coming here tomorrow.
1: Right, but, but like that there's at least some curiosity there. I don't think it's a hard sell for me. Like, I, he's good. I, yeah, it's not a hard sell for me. Especially, I mean, compared to what Nebraska's got in the room, right? Yeah. He's good. He's, like, he's a good football player. And I, I, people get kind of a weird taste in their mouth about the Clemson thing. They were 11-3 and with him yeah. as their starter. They just went eight and four with Kate Klubnik, who was supposed to be like Clemson Jesus, like I, he was supposed to save them, right? Yeah. And I, I'm looking here at DJU, and I was like, well, he put up pretty good numbers at Clemson. He put up good numbers at Oregon State. Like, we sure that we, why would you not be taking a look? We sure that DJ because I I think DJU's on the table now. He'd be he if I'm taking a swing at somebody outside of Will Howard, but. I think DJU is kind of the guy that I would take a swing at. I
0: again, like everybody and their mom is taking a swing at Will Howard right now. Yeah. So I mean, like, what, like that attention is not over on DJU right
1: now. That's what I mean. He's yeah. kind of it's, people forget about him a little bit. Like Dylan Gabriel made a huge splash going to the portal. Right? He's going to go to like USC or Oregon or one of these places and and whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Riley Leonard's going to Notre Dame. Will Howard. Everybody wants everyone. Uh, Cam Ward, everybody wants. Kyle McCord's the guy that I would look at because I don't know that people are enamored with him. I mean, he's really, He was good this year.
0: Yeah. I, I, Do you not think he'll get that same attention? I'm not as those top four guys. I think McCord will ultimately. You think so? Like, I, I think he'll get around there. Cause I, think, I mean, he's not going to surpass Cam Ward. but
1: No, I, I think people are going to look at like a Dante Moore, the five-star out of UCLA, yeah. and get kind of – you know, they, they kind of get their, their rose-colored glasses on with these guys that – it's kind of the same thing that a lot of us are doing with Sam Levitt is, well, we haven't seen that much of him yet. He was a four-star. Like, maybe he's good. Which, to be fair, I'm okay with them bringing in Sam Levitt if he's not the only guy they bring in. Like, I'm yeah. O- I, I, I'm okay if he's the, the developmental guy. It's like, hey, we're going to bring in like a one-year – another guy that I really like that I've said a bunch of times is Grace McCall. Yep. If you want to do like a one year deal with Grayson McCall and have Sam Levitt kind of be the backup there and then take over next year, because he's got four years of eligibility left. Uh-huh. That's a dude that I could definitely see that happening with. But you're not gonna get these uh you're not gonna get the attention on those guys that like a Dante Moore is gonna get. I'm also kind of intrigued by the by the five star kid out of Georgia, uh Brock Vandegriff, Van excuse me. He has played I think zero football basically. Uh, but he was, I mean, listen. Maybe I'm just getting a little like star drunk here. But I mean, he, he was a five star. He <laughs> had
0: very little. He threw 21 passes for 165, but he got two touchdowns with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, in, in his entire career, he, yeah, in three years he's thrown 21 passes. So there's not a ton there. But it's okay. He wasn't taking the last two years. He wasn't taking snaps away from Stetson Bennett. Exactly. And then this year, obviously Beck took over. I, I just. I look at him and I go, I I mean, maybe, you know, he was a five-star for a reason. Maybe you take a sniff around there. He's still got, I think, three years of eligibility left or at least two. Maybe. Exactly. You got to think he's got at least two. Yeah, I mean, he's a redshirt sophomore. He didn't have the COVID year, so he, he should have two. He should have two. And coming out of Georgia, he's a lot younger for a QB than I would have thought. He's only 21. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. so, so that's a guy I would take maybe a look at. I, I like some of these high upside guys, but I do want, and this is where Blake Shapen comes in, the, yep. the or a guy like Blake Shapin comes in. Because his numbers are actually pretty solid. He's been mostly a starter for the last couple years. He, uh, he out of Baylor, he's over 60% completion percentage, which I know Satterfield wants that number a little higher than that. But... His touchdown-interception ratio over his career is 36 to 13. I mean, that's a number we would all die for at this point. Absolutely. Right? Like, if you're not throwing 13 in a season, we'd be thrilled. <laughs> yeah. Um, and to actually have an almost <laughs> three to one touchdown-interception ratio would be awesome. I guess I just – Blake Chapin doesn't really get me excited. Kind of a toast QB. like, And I don't say that, like, he's bad. Um, because he's almost certainly an upgrade. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, but it, it's not, it's not one of, I actually be, would be more, I, I, I would need a young guy to be excited about if Blake Shapin gets here too. Like yeah. I would need, it would need to be Blake Shapin and either like a Brock Vandegrift or a Sam Levitt. I was going to ask if Levitt could be combined into that. Yeah, I I'd mean, be okay you're, you're with that. You're still
0: asking for a lot to
1: try and get both of those guys, but. I think they're going to do two though. I really, do. I don't know why you wouldn't. And it sounded like from some of the comments that I heard, and these is, might mostly be rumors, some of them, it's hard to figure out what people are saying on the record and off the record sometimes. But it sounds like Sam Levitt's okay with not being the only guy taken in a transfer portal class is what I've heard. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But maybe he understands kind of the pecking order of, yeah, I can sit and learn for a year and then still start for three years. Yeah, that, exactly. And that be okay. Uh, so that would be, I'd be okay with a, I mean, I'd like a higher end than shapin if if I'm being honest here. Yeah. Like if I could get a DJU and a Sam Levitt, I'd be oh, over the moon. Absolutely. I'd lose my mind. That would be an incredible combination to get here. Or even a Grayson McCall. A Grayson McCall and a Sam Levitt, absolutely. Like yeah. Sign me up for that tomorrow. Easily. Um, is there a guy that we haven't talked about yet? because I'm. Obviously pretty obsessed with the transfer portal quarterbacks. It's how I spend an inordinate amount of my uh, free time. Is there anybody we haven't talked about yet that you are interested in? Not really,
0: if I'm being honest. We talked about Riley Leonard a little bit. Uh, Riley Leonard is not coming here. He's going to
1: Notre Dame. Yeah, we know. If he doesn't go to Notre – like, he's more tied to Notre Dame than Sam Hartman was tied to Notre Dame. Yeah. And, like, we knew that was happening the whole time. Did we talk about Dylan Gabriel? A little bit. I mean, obviously, I'd love him, but, you know, he's not coming to Nebraska. Yeah. There are guys that I'm interested in, but does it mean they're coming here? No. I think the highest-level guy (laughs) that I think Nebraska has a realistic shot at, I do think there is a shot at Will Howard. I think there's a real shot. Um, Apparently, I've been told that Adrian Martinez has been doing some peer recruiting there. Yeah. Um, So that's interesting, and I would take – Will Howard? Shoot, I would take Adrian Martinez again at this point. <laughs> oh my God, lord! Yeah, <laughs> but, but like, so I, I do think there's. I wouldn't bet on it, but I do think there's a shot with Will Howard. I, the highest guy that I think Nebraska actually has a shot with is DJU. Like that. Yeah, and I again, I wouldn't hate that, and I, I would be over the moon. Yeah, I, I it's not just <coughs> I'd, hate that. I'd be, th- I, I would be thrilled. Yeah, with DJ, like that would be. Because I'll, I'll, we'll do the stats real quick here on sure. DJ because I think people have this perception of him in their head that is not accurate. First of all, enormously talented. He was a five-star kid coming out. But he has been a little bit less accurate than you would want. <coughs> About right at 60% for his career. But he's a 57-24 to 24 touchdown-interception ratio guy for Huge. his career, which is terrific. And he's been hugely productive. Uh, he's got over 8,000 passing yards in his career. Like, he's a guy that if you don't ask him to do too much, I think you can feel really good about. He also has six rushing touchdowns last year, 21 total rushing touchdowns for his career. He's 6'4, 250. He's a big, big, big boy. dude. I think if you don't ask him to do too much, he can be <coughs> even better. Than What we've seen him be And I know that's weird To be like Yeah we've got a a Former five star kid That we don't want to ask To do too much But you want to Like I think with Clemson They expected him To be Trevor Lawrence Which just wasn't Gonna happen Yeah like nobody Was Trevor Lawrence Like he Trevor Lawrence was Better in college Than Deshaun Watson was Yeah Like That was An unrealistic ask Of DJ Of anyone Yeah to be Trevor Lawrence Yeah and so and I think you re, I think they realize that now with Kate Klubnick, they're like, Oh, get rid of this DJ guy. And it's yeah. like, oh well Kate Klubnick's only okay too. So I, I think expectations kind of got the better of him a little bit. Did has he produced like a five star? Maybe not, but he produces like he would get Nebraska like three more wins than they had this year. Reducing turnovers is gonna get you at least two more. Yeah. I mean and, at least two more. Honestly, I think Chubba would have got Nebraska two more wins this year if he had I started agree. the whole ga- the yeah. whole year. Like I I think Minnesota, um, and I think Maryland, if he had played that whole For game, sure. they'd probably win those. For right? sure. And so it's like, hey, we're at seven, it's fine. DJU's better than both of those guys, or any of those guys in that room, by far. Yes, 100. They're not even. I think, this is, honestly, I think Sam Levitt's better than any of those guys in that
0: room. Yeah, this is not me dogging the current Nebraska quarterback room, mm-hmm. but there's a reason why everyone in the state of Nebraska is looking at the portal right now.
1: There's a reason. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, there's... Not just a reason, but, it, I mean, it's justifiable. Anytime you play three quarterbacks and none of them are super impressive, like, yeah, you have to look at other options. Yeah. That is, I mean, that's a thing that you have to do. I'm, I'm curious, though, about Chubba Purdy, because I, I was thinking about this as I was driving in this morning for some reason, probably because I can't stop thinking about quarterbacks. If Nebraska, if he hadn't thrown the interception against Iowa, Even if Nebraska loses, let's say they go to overtime and lose. If he hadn't thrown that interception against Iowa, how much differently do we feel about him? I think I still
0: would be kind of in the same boat where I would be okay at its max with Chubba as a QB2 next season. Mm -hmm. I'm not out on Chubba. I'm not either. Yeah, I'm not out on Chubba. I hope he does not ultimately hit the portal this season. That is something I am concerned about, Mm -hmm. knowing, you know, he hasn't had much playing time. Nebraska hasn't historically
1: treated him all that well. Um, Although I think better with this staff than the last staff. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly. I mean, I think that can be said across the board about just about every player yeah. that's come through Nebraska yeah. is better with this staff than the last staff.
0: Yeah. Um, but I would like to see Chuba stay, and I think you know if we don't go and get two QBs in this portal, Chuba is a reasonable QB two, if not a QB three.
1: Yeah. I, so I I want because. I don't know how feasible it is for him to leave because he's already transferred. Yeah. And I don't know that he's on pace to graduate. Like, Jeff Sims, I think, is on pace to graduate in the spring. So we probably won't see him enter the portal now. We'll probably see him enter the portal in May after he's graduated. Sure. I don't – I haven't heard that about Chubba Purdy. Obviously, I'm not, like, looking at his transcripts or anything. But I don't know that that's true about Purdy. So unless he wants to drop down to FCS, which I don't know that that's appealing to him. It, his best bet might be to stick it out another year, fight for the quarterback job, and try and graduate so that if he wants to take another shot somewhere else, he still can. That would be kind of my assumption of what happens with Chuba. I, d- I don't know how practical it is for him to leave this year. So that does help Nebraska out a little, a little bit, bit depth-wise, yeah. in the room. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so that's – I mean, that will probably stop on transfer. I'm, I'm not just going to sit here and name transfer <laughs> for, the enti- for three hours, uh, although I probably could. Uh, just totally out on Tyler Van Dyke, though. Don't, don't bring him anywhere. Yeah, any no, right. Like, let's, let's keep him somewhere else. We're, we're good there. Um, so there's your little update. We will talk to Mike Schaefer about the transfer portal quarterback situation, um, who, he, who he thinks is practical – who he's heard Nebraska's talk to outside of the guys that we mentioned, uh, Will Howard, Sam Levitt, and Blake Shapin, um, and, and who, which of those guys kind of get, you know, get Schaefer's dander up a little bit and, and, and see who he thinks would help. Cause I think there's a very wide spectrum of guys that would be beneficial for Nebraska. You've got everything from the just like don't blow it guys, like the, the, like just keep it on the road. It's like drive, drive in the middle lanes here. And then you've got the, like high upside guys, the, oh, this guy could actually, like, like, DJU would strike me as a high upside guy. The Absolutely. Bra- like, that's a guy that, a Bra- or Will Howard.
0: Yeah, those are guys that are going to yes. win games, not by not turning the ball over, but, but by actually making plays. Yeah, by, like,
1: actually winning games. They, yeah. They're, 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 it's, the, it's the don't lose games guys versus the win games guys, yeah. right? Blake Shapin is more of a don't lose games guy, which sure. is fine, because Nebraska would be better with a don't lose games guy. I mean, that's hard to say. Don't lose games guy. Uh, but... I'd be a little bit more excited if we got one of the winning games guy. 100%. You know? Uh, but at this point, I will take uh, just about anybody that's better than what we have. And again, no offense to those guys, but also, I mean, a little offense. It was pretty bad a this year. A little bit. Like, I was yeah. offended by the quarterback play this year. Yeah. They should also be offended by their own quarterback play. Right? I'm sure they're great guys, but, you know. <laughs> that's, yeah. This is not a personal attack. Yeah. It's just a statement of fact. Yeah. Like, just look at the numbers. Watch the games. It was freaking brutal. Um... Coming up next, we're going to get to know Connor a little bit here because, as I mentioned, uh, this is, I believe, the third time we've met. So we're going to get a little get-to-know-you on Connor as we continue on in the show here on HerDot Sports Radio, AM 590, ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities.